scrambled eggs. Something, something, something. And so I tell her, eight and a half. I haven't seen the first several. Oh, hey, oh. Sir Paul McCartney. What are you doing here? Oh, hey, Andy. <laughs> Fancy seeing you here. Uh, you know, I like I like to come up here and uh, write write some music sometimes. It's a beautiful view up here. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess it is pretty nice. I, I never look out the window while we're recording. I'm so focused on the work. You know, Dan and I do record our podcast up here in the Hamlet's oh, Tower. Oh, Dan, I didn't even see you, my boy. <sighs> How's it hanging? You still dating that cute little bird? Oh, Smoke Show? Yeah, for sure. You remember when we went out to my little spot on Kokomo with Clapton and that man with the monitor lizard Solus, those crazy berries? With, with Eric? Uh, no, I don't think I was there that time. I definitely know the guy you're talking hey, about. Hey, um, what were you working on up here anyway? Something for the new record? Think we could maybe grab a sneak peek? Springfood Mo exclusive? Oh, sure, sure. Anything for Dan. Actually, I've been reworking an old tune, you see. Back in the day when I was writing music with my band The Beatles, I had an idea for a song about scrambled eggs I could really never flesh out, you know? In the end, we tweaked it a bit and ended up with one of those silly love songs, you know, some sappy trash, total cash grab, more slop for the troth as far as I'm concerned, but I've always wondered what could have been if I'd stuck to my guns, if I hadn't sold out, you know, if I'd made scrambled eggs into the mega hit it was meant to be. Then, just this morning, inspiration wait, hit. Wait, silly love songs. Are, are you talking about the song Yesterday? Hey, was one of the most classic songs ever written. Andy, I'm sorry, I forgot you were here. <laughs> you, you can't startle a man of my age like that. Maybe 13 years ago when I was 64. I'm, I'm sorry, Paul. I just, I just. Uh... No, no, it's fine, Andy. Any friend of Dan's is a friend of mine, as far as I'm concerned. Even you, Andrew. Uh, thanks. I guess. Um, what exactly was it that inspired you this morning? Druffs. Druffs, like the gourmet grilled cheese restaurant located right in the heart of downtown Springfield. The home of the now famous cornbread crumble. That's the one, Danny boy. I stopped by Druffs this morning on the corner of Jefferson Park Central East and had one of the best meals of my life. Wow, one of the best meals of your whole life? You've been around for 77 years and one meal a day for 77 years. Let's, let's see, carry the two and that's over 100 meals. <laughs> Whoa. Plus, I mean, you're a big touring musician. You've been all over the world. That's right. Paris, Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati. I've been everywhere, and no one does it like Druffs. Well, you know, Dan and I actually like Druffs quite a bit, too. We, we actually both rated them five out of five way back in April, and now if you order food from yumdruffs.com and use promo code SPRING at checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. Really? That's fantastic. But I like to eat with people, you know. I consider myself a bit of a chatty Charlie. What if I wanted to go in person? That's not a problem at all. Just tell them we sent you and you'll get the same deal. But who are we kidding? You don't need a discount, baby. You're a rich man. Oh, but Paul, I'm, I'm really sorry about him. And, and anyway, uh, for delicious sandwiches like the Crump Classic with Colby, Gouda and cheddar on sourdough or the equally delicious breakfast served all day like the downward spiral, two over easy eggs, toasted biscuits, bacon and sausage gravy. Visit Druff's at 331 Park Central East Suite 100 right here in Springfield, Mo. Suite 100? Just like the number of meals Paul McCartney's eaten? Oh, yes. That, that's something, <laughs> I'm sure. Or you can visit yumdrafts.com and use promo code SPRING at checkout for 10% off your order. Wow. Thanks, guys. 
No, if you'll excuse me, I have a hit to write. You know, I'm a bit of a songwriter myself. Maybe I could help. I mean, I think yesterday is pretty good as is, but how many chances do you get to help out a beetle? Yeah, Paul. Maybe you just need a, a little help from your friends. <laughs> oh, Dan. Oh, I like the song. You get me, man. <laughs> In 2004, a truck full of hungry rats collided with the craft factory, causing a nationwide cheese shortage and the death of an overzealous rat right here in Springfield, Missouri. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammond's Tire, you're listening to Springfield Mo America's number one podcast by restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. I'm Andy Carr. And I'm Dan Howell, and we simply won't rest until we visited every single restaurant here in Springfield, Missouri. How you doing this weekend? I'm, ah, I'm not that tired, actually. I've almost said I'm tired, <laughs> but I'm not. I think it's, it's just kind of your thing to say at the beginning of the episode, but is I'm that you're not. tired. It feels good. I, I got a full eight hours of sleep last night. You know how often that happens? It never happens. It happens really? like once a month at the most. I think you just wake up too early. It's cold. Oh, goodness. You know, you get, to, you get to snuggle up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With my pillow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Andy's assortment of throw pillows. Yeah. Yeah, just, just, just the one. <laughs> my special pillow. That's, that's even sadder for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do you have a guest here with us this morning? Please say hello. Hi. Uh, who are you? I am Josh Wingo. And uh, how'd you wind up here? <laughs> Uh, I, you guys saw me eat some chicken one time. That's true. <laughs> yes, we absolutely. That actually is why you ended up. Yeah, <laughs> I think we did talk about whenever we went to the Spring Vegas sketch show, uh, where Katie stole a head writer. She stole the head writer. Yeah, is that right? Mm-hmm. We went to go just to see that after she talked about it on the show, and you were on. A, I guess it was a segment during a news sketch. Yeah, back whenever the Popeyes chicken <laughs> fiasco. Oh, we was all going remember. On. And Dan and I, for some reason, thought we needed to weigh in, and we're going to do some sort of like bonus episode. Our first episode about not well, second episode about food that isn't local. Yeah, it didn't wind up working because not only did you and Katie both cancel, <laughs> or you know, probably uh, I was wise. You got sick. Uh, yeah, Josh. I was sick though. Yeah, and uh, Katie wound up uh, pulling out also, and we were like, uh, let's just not do it. And I was so relieved, yeah. but also they stopped serving. The I mean, chicken, yeah, they so it fell apart in spectacular fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Is that to be the first time that somebody stopped making something because it was like too popular? <laughs> I, I feel like they're just McRibbing it. That's why we're going to stop making this podcast. <laughs> um, I guess we can announce, Dan, that we've got it on the books right now. Oh, my goodness. A little bit of a death match. We're going to check out the chicken sandwiches <laughs> in Springfield. You know, last year we did the donut de- death match. What are we doing this year, Dan? Andy. It's going to be a clucking good time because uh, it <laughs> is the poultry plunge. Poultry. <laughs> the, the poultry, poultry punch, punch out. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poultry punch out in November. It's going to be almost a year to the day that we did the donut death match. And this time also going to be a two-parter. <laughs> if our plans work out, we're going to reassemble the Heathead Coalition oh, for man. a second episode. Can't wait to try those chicken sandwiches of Springfield. It is going to be wild, and I I hope it's just as easy to put together as <laughs> the donut. Death yeah, match remember was. how I whined about that for months <laughs> afterward. Now we're going to do it twice. <laughs> there's only six items. There's like five or six ch- sandwiches we're going to try per episode, so it won't be as bad as trying what twelve. 12- 
different donuts. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. yeah you Who know, we're not the donut deathmatch. Hmm? Who won the donut deathmatch? That's a complicated answer, really. They were both kind of in the low three point decimal areas. Okay. We did Hertz versus St. George's. And then, like, the big twist was two weeks later, we tried Supreme Bakery, which had superior donuts oh, to yeah. both places. Crushed them. So. Eh, it was a bad idea to begin <laughs> with and unscientific. So, yeah, this week we're uh, here for another reason, but we're not ready for that yet because there's some big food news, big developing oh, events here in Springfield this Breaking week. Breaking even. Two places we reviewed on this show are closing, sort of, maybe. Pappy's is not necessarily closing, but they're going up for auction on November 22nd. Yeah, you we ever knew been it was to, coming. Been to Pappy's, Josh? I don't think I have. It's just like a little barbecue shack oh, just no, north of Chestnut on Main Street. It's no. in a neighborhood. It's right out in front of a house. Yeah. It's a bar okay. and barbecue restaurant. It's been open for, what, like 40, 50 years now with different owners, but it's been a food business of some sort since the 1910s. Holy crap. So they're auctioning it off, and... uh we're going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Raising money. Uh, we're starting an Indiegogo to buy Pap. No, we're not doing that. What are you talking about? We're just using that Druff's money, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to buy Pappy's and Shrimp and Bayou Classics. Oh, my goodness. That's the one I'd really like <laughs> yeah, to buy. Yeah, I know. The they two. were, you know, he'd been looking to sell for a while. I Probably over a year or something at this point. But they got kicked off the land, Ugh. which is crazy. So October 20th is their last day. May have to try and make it out there this week. I've heard some inside intel that they may actually already be closed. They're maybe. not. They're not. Uh -uh. Okay. Okay. So they're you've still done posting on Facebook. Research. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. I'll have to uh, chastise the person <laughs> who told me this. They may be like half closed. Maybe they've moved some of the stuff away or something. But sure. it's really sad. They've got a Pantheon item on the menu yeah. there. Yeah. It's a bummer. They probably have multiple Pantheon level items yeah. on the menu. Just some of the best food in town. Get out there before. Yeah. October 20th. It's a real bummer. Anyway, any other food news? Anything we need to talk about? Nope. Josh, you, you brought your food, food news, yeah. right? I oh, I didn't know how I was supposed to bring food news. Uh, you haven't yeah, prepared have for any. the food news no, segment or prepare. what you've eaten. <laughs> I didn't even actually eat at the restaurant. <laughs> well, tell us, Josh, as a means of introducing our review today, what restaurant didn't you eat at? Uh, new house new house it's just called new house i figured the title of this episode is going to be very confusing for anyone that hasn't <laughs> heard of new house because it is in fact a chinese restaurant out there on west chestnut now could not find very much information about new house in terms of the history of the place but i did write a paragraph and i'm just going to read it for you now and feel free to chime in Okay. Andy wrote a paragraph car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's usually wrote <laughs> several dozen paragraphs to the tune of 3,000 words car, but today it's just one paragraph. Okay. The irony of Newhouse. I'm going to apologize in advance for mispronouncing names because I'm definitely going to. I'm sorry. The irony of Newhouse, the Chinese restaurant on West Chestnut in Springfield, is that the building is not a house and it's far from new. <laughs> Josh, you write jokes. Is that a good joke? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a very good uh, definition of irony. Yeah. Though. <laughs> Thank you. The Ramshackle Eatery was constructed in 1986. It's the year of my birth, so I know wow. how old Newhouse okay. is. It was constructed as a Kentucky Fried Chicken franchise that operated there until about 2005, at which point a woman named Maria Wynn took it over and began serving something totally different. <laughs> Deep fried breaded chicken served with your choice of many side options. It's 
very different. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the new restaurant was called Golden House Chinese Food, and Maria Wynn ran it until 2014, at which point she sold the business to Hugh Tai Din and Tony Ha, who kept the Golden House name but changed many of its signature recipes, much to the chagrin of longtime customers. Presumably in response to customer confusion, in August of 2015, Golden House morphed into New House. Mm -hmm. And when I say morphed, I mean they changed the sign and kept everything the same. <laughs> if you Google New House, there is still just a picture of Golden House. Yes. There are and no current pictures of Facebook New House. Their Facebook page is still called Golden House, <laughs> yes. and their LLC is still Golden House Restaurant cool. LLC. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess they changed the name just because people were disappointed that the food changed. So, all right. Okay. Had either of you been to Newhouse prior to your visits this week for the show? No. This no. was my first time. I had been, but only mm. because a listener recommended it. A dude I know from way back playing music, his name is Jared, who recommended that I try Newhouse back during our Chinese New Year. It's also relatively close to where I work, so I think I might have had it once or twice previously just because it was close when I forgot my lunch or needed a quick sure. bite. They deliver, too. I don't know how yeah. long they've been doing that mm -hmm. or what their radius is, but... Isn't Pretty it cool. minimum $7 or something yeah, for delivery? Sure. Yeah, which yeah. you can, if you're just one person, you can probably get under that pretty easily. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. Before you knew that it used to be a Kentucky Fried Chicken, when you walked in, would you have guessed it used to be a Kentucky Fried Chicken? Oh, yeah. I was going to say that, that I was getting some major <laughs> KFC vibes when I walked in. <laughs> they definitely still have the red tile in there. From sure. like a, it very much has an 80s fast food feel. I don't know about specifically Kentucky Fried Chicken, but it's like it hasn't been updated since then either, it seems like. It's got the white brick red awning. Everything's weathered and worn on the outside. It's got this weird drive-through setup that requires counterintuitive yes. entrance and yeah. exit locations. Yeah, I definitely oh, yeah. went in the wrong way. Yeah, how do you oh, not? Yes, it makes it makes very little sense. I don't want to try and describe it for listeners, but if you drive by, it, you you have to drive in the wrong way. Yeah, um, <laughs> much like Led Zeppelin, I was in through the, the outdoor, yeah. <laughs> and it's your very best album. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. I have Achilles' last stand on it. <laughs> inside they got that dark red towel floor there's light wood paneling that goes like a third of the way up the wall windows have white adhesive over the center mm -hmm. and they have these red patterns around the edges of that but you can still see out you know the clear and the open spaces like the negative space sure. the patterns there's lots of pretty typical chinese knickknacks all over the place like a whole bunch um despite that it still does feel like an 80s kfc somehow there's photos of menu items on individual sheets of printer paper mm -hmm. on the wall. Like they've just clearly been like printed on a like a matrix printer. Last place we saw that was at Golden Korea. Uh -huh. And I really love that because there's a lot of things on the menu. You just don't know exactly yeah. what they are. Now, I'm not sure about the veracity of what I'm about to say. But if you go to the Facebook reviews, maybe it's Yelp. There are many complaints that the pictures do not match the food. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they just Googled like sure. general chicken and put a Google images picture <laughs> up there, which is pretty awesome. The menu up uh, above the counter is like a mix of backlit yellow signs, and there are additional, like several additional handwritten signs sure. or other things you can order. With drawings on yeah. them, like colored pencil drawings. <laughs> I really like those. It is a counter service restaurant, so you go up to the counter and you order, and they'll bring it to you. Next to the counter is a small table with plasticware and soup. They've just got those like heated bowls. What They're not bowls. What are they called, Dan? Like the big giant... Oh, I don't know. Fine. They're big heated bowls of soup. <laughs> I'm being put on the spot. <laughs> and there is another handwritten sign that says, soup is not free. <laughs> it is oh, not. Yeah. They, I think they have a lot of problems with that. Yep. And 
I ordered soup in my first trip. Forgot to get it. <laughs> so I it's ninety nine cents with an with, with entree, an entree. So. Yeah. So every time that I've been there, the owner's daughter has been behind the counter playing or doing homework, mostly because I go right after school. Um, it reminded me of Andy's son's stories when she was on here talking about growing up in Chinese restaurants. Like this kid is having a very similar upbringing. Sure, which is kind of neat. When I was uh, there, there were these college boys working, white college boys mm, working oh, both yeah, the kitchen and the counter, which was interesting. And it was the day that the Cardinals had that blowout game, like the first thing. I'm not a big sports follower, but I knew about this one because everyone's talking about it. Um, and they were cheering and yelling because they were watching on somebody's phone. And sure. he was very, very upset that it wasn't on cable and oh. really wanted to um, talk to me about that. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in there on the TV, they were watching the uh, qualifying tournament for the Olympic gymnastics, oh. uh, which was very interesting. I heard it behind me as I walked in and I was like, oh, they must be watching football or something, uh-huh. which was you know stupid because it was Saturday. They probably put that on because they knew you were coming. <laughs> yes, it's like you were yeah. really into gymnastics. Hey, I, I, I actually was in gymnastics whenever <laughs> I was a child. Yeah. Uh, you probably won't believe this. Well, Danny used to be able to do the splits. I believe it. You've got like weird flexibility yes yeah i can still kick very high in the air like a rocket and uh you know your hip joint your hip you're double jointed at the hips yes yes at the hips and in my hands on the day i went uh they were watching paternity court oh Oh, man yeah i would have loved to hear those particular boys talking about paternity court it seems like it would have been really fun and they had no regard for the fact that there was a person eating in the restaurant it was just me (laughs) they were like cursing <laughs> yelling at the game it was pretty fun i was i was happy for them to be having such a good time i really love the aesthetic in there yeah. I, there's some really like brightly colored fake flowers uh-huh. um in some dividers across some booths and uh just huge red lamps uh for lights and i, I just really like it in there. it's kind of maximalist there's yes. a lot there's a lot, <laughs> going a lot of on stuff going on there yeah so we should probably jump into the food there's only one place to start and of course We've been there many times before, Dan. It's with Egg Rollin'. I am egg rolling, 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 rolling. I am egg rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling. Egg rolls. We tried them. Let's talk about it. <laughs> you knew it was coming, folks. <laughs> Andy, what'd you think of that egg roll? Uh, Cisco for sure. Yes. <laughs> Deep brown, heavily fried, crispy on the outside, stringy pork and cabbage inside. Very mild flavor. It was fine. Josh, did you get an egg roll? Yes, I did. I thoughts? Uh, I'm usually not a big fan of sure. egg rolls, but I tried it and it was okay. I had to like when I had the beef and broccoli, I, would, I was dipping the egg roll in that yeah. stir yeah. fry sauce, Great and dipper. it was really good that way. But by itself, I was kind of. I do like the darkness that mm-hmm. they got it to. It seems like they they cook it a good amount, and I, I like that. Danny yeah. likes that. If you're gonna do a Cisco egg roll, that's the way to do it. Sure, over fry it till it's almost black, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can dip it and have a little crunch to differentiate the different textures from whatever you're eating. It's a it's good with the sauce on it. Yeah. And now, time for another stupid thing. <laughs> Oops. Are you ready, kids? <laughs> That's a good one. I like I like that drop a lot. I heard that actual <laughs> song in the wild the other day and mm-hmm. was very uh, kind of put into a state of shock by it. I was like, oh, it's a real song. Did you suddenly need to go have an egg roll? No, a crab rangoon? Hey, that, that's a constant need for me. What do you think, Josh? There was a place in uh, Republic where I ate all the time when I lived in Republic for like a year with Diamond Head. Huh? And their crab rangoons, they were like so much filling in it. I didn't even, I couldn't eat it because it was a 
two oh, pack wow. full of Ooh, filling. These I liked because they're super thin and there wasn't a whole lot of the sure. filling in there. But I didn't mind those. So there are a couple of them that I got uh, too over fried a little oh, okay. bit. Okay. But other than that, they were okay. Yeah. How many did you go? You go, went twice this week? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I went more than that. It's <laughs> 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 a long story and I'll tell it later. <laughs> go ahead, Dan. Um, I really enjoyed the crab rangoons. Uh, all of their combos come with one egg roll and two crab rangoons. Great value. And I, I don't know. It had a nice variety of textures. The actual like cream filled part was very soft and pillowy. And then the little tendrils were nice and crispy. Um, definitely wasn't like blown away by it in any way, but uh, it, uh, a fine crab rangoon. Danny loves him some crispy tendrils. <laughs> <laughs> crab rangoon might just be the best food. Oh, it's a good food. It might be my favorite food. Wow. It's so good. Do you remember when I was saying during Chinese New Year that I'm pretty sure General Chicken's my favorite food now? I, yeah. Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we only did Chinese restaurants last January, uh, Josh, and it was a living nightmare. Yeah. Also great. Just loved it. <laughs> Put on a lot of weight. Okay. The crab fans love it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a real dip in the numbers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They have since kind of <laughs> caught up, but I'm pretty sure people don't want to hear how how crispy was the chicken, which is why we're doing it two months in 2020. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we actually do have a Chinese place on the books for New Year's Eve, <laughs> but, <laughs> this year. but not anymore for that month. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> We have another gimmick that month planned. You'll see. Well, here uh, you could, I'm still talking about the crab and goon here. What are you saying? Uh, I was just saying, I feel like here you could just like do year round. Oh, Chinese restaurants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easily. <laughs> well, we could tell you how many they are. There's like 40. We, they're in the spreadsheet. I think it was 44. And the way that they like close and then a new one opens, you could keep it sustained for a full year easily. Mm-hmm. My one thought on the crab rangoon was that it was lukewarm on the outside. But when I bit into it, the cream cheese was piping hot. It was so hot, it burned my tongue. And I liked it. <laughs> it was good. Liked, uh, liked the crab rangoon. It was also a Cisco product. Like it was not a handmade crab rangoon or anything. But fine. It was a cheap Chinese place. Probably going to keep coming back to the cheapness of this restaurant. Sure. Oh, yeah. It's cheap in a way that a lot of even cheap places you would call cheap are cheap yeah. now. I tried that soup. Um, my note here says hot goo. <laughs> um, <laughs> wasn't great. It'd you didn't in, forget it the next time. It'd been in that vat for a while. Sure. That's right. Yeah. I also had another appetizer, the spring rolls. That's right. Go ahead and cue up the song, Andy. Uh, spring rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> I spell like a, the uh, rites of spring. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> These are some big old boys. These are some fat, fat spring rolls. The order comes with two for three fifty. One of the more expensive things on the menu. But he asked me whether I'd rather have two pork, two shrimp, or just split the difference there. So, of course, I went and tried both. Yeah. These are like the size of like a John F. Kennedy <laughs> 50 cent piece. Wow. Um, like they're, they're truly just very, very fat. You're talking about this like the circumference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of lettuce. It was like 95% <laughs> lettuce, some sprouts. The pork one, the pork actually was very well seasoned. It had a nice smoky flavor. I really liked that. Uh, the shrimp ones, you could barely taste anything. I, I dissected them and took the meat out of both, and the shrimp tasted like nothing, really. Pork was pretty tasty. Probably wouldn't get these again. Served with a pretty nice peanut sauce. Um, but other than that, no, no, nothing really special about them. Hmm. Okay. Let's get into our entrees. We're going to start 
with our non-Springfield style choices today. I tried the uh, the beef and broccoli, which is usually like when I go to a Chinese restaurant, that's like the first thing that I will uh-huh. try there because that's my favorite because I love wow. broccoli. Yeah. And, uh, Weird choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's super I love beef basic. and broccoli too. It's, it's one of the best. I didn't really care for the mushrooms that they had in because they were just like whole mm. mushrooms. They weren't sliced or anything. And I don't know, whole mushrooms have a weird texture. Yeah. They're, were they kind of the long, tall ones? Not, no, they, not necessarily they were the, the short, fat ones. They were the short, fat ones. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I had a different type of mushroom in one of my dishes. Oh. That's interesting. And it was also whole with the stem. Uh, one uh. of my trips, I went with another person, and that person observed in her veggie fried rice that exact same thing. Yeah. That the vegetables <laughs> were not seasoned and just kind of there. Yeah. Tell us about the beef. What did the beef taste like in the beef and broccoli? Uh, it was all right. It wasn't necessarily like tender, uh-huh, sure, but uh, a little like dry. Yeah, was, yeah, the beef was a little dry. the The stir fry sauce in it was my favorite part. That mm. sounds like I dipped the egg roll in it yeah. and had it on the fried rice. But yeah, the beef probably wasn't bad. I would get it again there cool. if I went. <laughs> now, price point wise, was it worth what you paid for it? Ooh, I got the large. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay. man. Hey, wow. I also had beef and broccoli for dinner <laughs> that night. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I feel like there's probably... I probably it was all right. I don't <laughs> Just know. Just okay. I, yeah, it was okay. I definitely okay. had better beef and broccoli. Those are kind of the follies with beef and broccoli. It, yeah. it, either the beef will be kind of dry and chewy or the vegetables, especially the broccoli, will have no flavor at all. Yeah. yeah. And uh, kind of sounds like that. Yeah. Both. The broccoli was good. That was my favorite part of oh. the whole thing. Of course, I really like broccoli. Sure. So you know what? Bias. Broccoli rules. Yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorite. It's vegetables. really versatile, too, in the forms it can take in a dish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we let's let's start a podcast just about broccoli, <laughs> the Brock Boys. <laughs> I tried the House Singapore noodles, which was a recommendation that came directly from Jared, the man who told me to try this restaurant in the first place. Uh, this was ultra thin, stringy rice noodles stir fried with chicken, beef, shrimp, onions, carrots, peppers, and a yellow curry powder. That would be the wow. House Singapore noodles. I believe they have four different variations. This was. The thing with the most on it. Sure. So that's what I tried. It looked great. It was like a dark yellow with all the meats on top and mixed in. And it had this nice, tender, stringy texture to the noodles, which I really enjoyed. The meat was just okay. The chicken was good. You know, it was not breaded, so it was just, you know, grilled slash stir-fried chicken. The beef, I found a little overcooked also. Sure. Overcooked, chewy, and dry. Shrimp tasted quite shrimpy. <laughs> really loved the yellow curry flavor, but it was too mild. Wished they'd have put mm. about three times as much seasoning in there. Um, it was a really good seasoning, though. Yeah, just wish there'd have been more of it. I, I should have ordered it spicy. I bet they would have made it sure. for me spicy. And that, this would have been a really good dish. So I think it's a pretty solid wreck from Jared. Thanks, Jared. Uh, this is Jared Kushner. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. My my. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have a. <laughs> I steal from. <laughs> um. You're a, a bit of an Omar. <laughs> uh, none of this is going in. Yeah. All right. um, um, yeah, I had a bite of the veggie fried rice, and the rice is pretty good. It's like fried to a real deep brown. It's yeah. got some crispiness to it, clumps up nicely. And it's also a nice mix with the chicken, but, uh, you know, whenever you order with a chicken dish, but the, that veggie fried rice was uh, thumbs thumbs way down on really? that. I mean, there were, it's there's got to be something to make it taste better than just the rice by sure. itself, and there was not. 
So it was just a big old plate of rice. It's the still rice in my here fridge is really if you want good. To try though. It. I, I I enjoyed the rice a lot. It's got kind of a yellow color. You, it's very clearly been pan fried. Like yeah. they they would not have to tell you it's fried rice. You could tell just by it's looking at it. First time I went, I I did not like the rice. It it because it looked and it kind of tasted like it had been sitting out like under like uh, a heat lamp for yeah. a long time. And I but the, when I went the second time, I went through the drive through. It was a lot better. Tell us more about that second time. That second time, I got this the Szechuan beef. Holy crap! A lot of onions in that. <laughs> uh, there oh, were yeah. there were as many onions as there were everything else combined. <laughs> like I, I don't really like wow. onions. Uh, oh man! Or it depends on how they're they're prepared. Yeah. Uh, but the I tried the onions in it, and I was like, no, I don't I don't really care for this. So I started picking out the onions, and then I looked at what was left, and I was like, not a lot of food here now. <laughs> the sauce on it was a little too sweet. I got it hot, which I, I'm glad I did, because if it hadn't have been hot, I wouldn't have been able to handle how yeah. sweet it was. Isn't it? Isn't Szechuan, doesn't that imply a certain level of heat, right? Yeah. Szechuan yeah. peppercorn? Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think yeah. like bright red and just mm-hmm. very spicy. Has that numbing quality? It was a lot of sauce too. Mm. Like there was a ton of it in there, and it was beef. Uh, so and it was the beef was the same again. Felt overcooked. It was yeah. dried. Uh, the carrots that were in it, I don't know what they did. It was like the carrots in that sauce, the way they meshed, that they made the carrots taste really weird. It's like almost had like a metallic mm. kind of aftertaste. The green bell peppers were probably the best part. Nice. So just okay again. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think it's probably safe to say that the non-Springfield style chicken dishes are not the main appeal of Newhouse. Sure. Um, <laughs> but let's get into that. Let's just start by talking about the chicken because everything we everything else we have to talk about is just fried chicken covered with different types of sauces. Let's, Absolutely. Who boy, this chicken. It's good. So crispy and crunchy. It's great for saucing and dipping, and the crunchiness maintains for a long time. Yeah. One of my trips was a fairly long takeout. When I got home, I could not believe how well the crunchiness had maintained, even though it had been soaked in the sauce. Had the same experience, absolutely. Yeah. It al- almost seems like a tempura-type batter on there. I'm not sure if that's the case. You know what it reminded me the most of was like a homemade cashew chicken like one of our parents would make. It I reminded ha- me so much of Charlotte's or my mother, Regina's. I have it in my notes. This is the closest of any place we've tried to my mom's cashew yep. chicken. It's not exact, but it's close. I bet if mom fried hers for a little bit longer, hers would probably they would probably be even closer. I'm not saying she should. Sure. I'm just saying if she did. Um, I got mine as a mix of dark and white meat, which I think is the way to do it. You gotta vary up that Absolutely. texture. It's the only way. It's reasonably high quality chicken for a cheap place. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's like grade A, but it's certainly better than another place very close to where I live that I go all the time <laughs> because it's right there. Um, it's uh, not organic grass-fed chicken by any means, but you're you're not going to get any sinew or mystery textures in there. High end for a cheap place. You just had a couple uh, bites of somebody else's, right? I did. I uh, I kept their leftovers though, and I ate uh, the leftover. And it it was leftover. Even the chicken was still really, really good. And yeah. I wow. Normally, uh, I don't I really ever get cashew chicken. Uh-huh. Which I went with a friend on Monday, and he was like, "No, that's how you." measure the quality of a Chinese restaurant in Springfield. Here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of the places I'd tried it before, it was always really bland. Mm-hmm. The, the sauce was, I don't know, it just tasted like gravy. But here, I liked it here. I didn't mind it. Nice. The chicken, but chicken made up for it. Now, we did uh, determine on the show that there's a reason that a lot of these sauces taste like gravy. It's because they're, <laughs> they're gravy. Yeah, yep. they're gravy. Yep. That's it's it. chicken and gravy. <laughs> this, is a southern, this is a Southern American dish. The first time I... Uh, 
tried cashew chicken. Uh, I was actually with Todd Berry, Whoa. the stand-up oh, comedian, wow. and he was trying it for the first time uh-huh. too. And he actually did a bit on stage about how he didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he got it again the second night. He's like, I gave it a second chance. I still don't like your cashew chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very Todd Berry thing to say. Yeah. He might have liked it. Who yeah. knows? Just one of the funniest yeah. living people. Also has one of the most disingenuous uh, personas of any comedian I think I have ever followed. Yeah. Those shows were great. You were on the, one of those shows, I think, that I saw. Yeah, I did host one of those shows. Yeah. I forgot to say, like, I love your stand-up. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I should have said that on yeah. top of the show. Uh, I've seen you probably a dozen times at this point, just at various shows over the years. So awesome. <laughs> really so you probably heard a lot of my jokes like multiple times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's fair to say. But it's been fun. Like you, I don't know. You've sharpened them. It's been cool to Thank see. You. Folks, check out Josh Wingo and Todd Berry. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking when Todd Berry came to town that I need to bring my DVD copy of The Wrestler with me for him to sign. Yeah, so he would, <laughs> I, I don't know if he would love that or not. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I would be the hundredth yeah. mid- middle-aged white man to bring up a copy of The Wrestler DVD. Then. I tried the peanut butter chicken. <laughs> uh, that's not going to surprise anybody at all that there was an item on this menu that said peanut butter on it, and I ordered it. It's not a Thai-style dish at all. The sauce is very thin, and it's not creamy. It's unlike any other peanut sauce I've ever had. The peanut flavor is fully present, but you're not, you're not going to mistake it for something else, but it's not as strongly peanut-flavored as most peanut sauces. I think it's just like melted creamy peanut butter mixed with sesame oil, maybe even a little bit of oyster sauce, because it, it is a little bit reminiscent sure. of a certain like part of the flavor of my mom's cashew chicken sauce, which is mostly oyster really? sauce. Um, but, you know, with an added peanut profile, it's really good. I wonder it's if it's really the good. same peanut sauce that is served with the spring rolls. It, is that creamy? Um, it, yeah, it was very thin and creamy, a uh-huh. uh, little darker than yes. just a... Okay, yeah, I, I imagine it so, is. Yeah, I wouldn't describe this as creamy, but maybe it's because the chicken absorbs some of the creaminess or something. Sure. It's, it's very thin, almost thin like soy sauce or something like that thin. Oh, but really? it's still really tasty. I really love it. I also got general chicken. Now, I did this twice, and let me explain why I did this, because I was one of the, the first time I went this week, I went with another person, and I like very hot food, and I did not want to eat that hot food in front of someone <laughs> that I wanted to have a good conversation with, So, but I was still craving general chicken, and even sure. though I knew there were other things on the menu that I wanted to try, I ordered a regular, not spicy general chicken. Hey. And I'm here to say it was pretty good. It was more on the sweet side. And again, the sauce was pretty thin. It was sweet despite not having that like candy stickiness a lot of the sweet general chicken sauces have. It's not prepared in the traditional way. You know, we know from that documentary that we watched that it's stir fried with the sauce. The chicken and the sauce are stir fried together, right? Here it's clear that the chicken has been fried separately and they've ladled the sauce over the top, sure. which is different. You know, because some of the, there's still some exposed crispy chicken yeah. that doesn't have sauce on it. So it's not the traditional preparation. It's a method I wish more places would use for their Springfield style dishes. I, I really love that. Yeah. I mean, it. I like general chicken prepared that way. Sure. You know, that's that's what characterizes a lot of the flavor. But it was still good. Like I said, the first time's kind of a wash. I wanted to feel the pain. You know, that's what I need from general <laughs> yeah. chicken. If I'm not leaving sweating... Uh, it's it's a failure, uh, but this was this was my fault. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to subject somebody to being around me during or after that. <laughs> it's like mucus pouring down my mustache. I've seen that happen. Yeah. Well, you're not a person, <laughs> so 
<laughs> don't mind I get, it in front I of you. I get the hiccups when I yes. eat spicy. Oh my god! It's and it's like unstoppable. Yeah, for like thirty minutes, I'll just be sitting there like, wow. That's me too. Where do you get really? Where do you go to get the really good spicy stuff? A little like spicy wings. Ooh, okay. And I eat at billiards a lot. Uh-huh. Oh, and I, <laughs> <laughs> but I do actually love their food. I love their uh, their spicy barbecue uh, spicy wings barbecue. are really good. Nice. Okay. That okay. sounds awesome. I will be what getting. You, what are you doing later? That, just, that <laughs> sounds incredible. All right. So the second time, this was the next day. I went to Lowe and I ordered it extra hot. I said, make it as hot as you can. Mm. Make it as hot as you make it. Now, I'll say that you could tell just from looking at it, the sauce was not mixed well. From what I could tell, it was like the standard general sauce from before with added chili oil, with added chili oil sure. and pepper flakes, and maybe some sesame oil, sesame oil too. The chili and sesame oil were clearly separate from mm-hmm. each other. Each bite tasted a little different because of this. The best bites were in the middle. It mixed that those had the mo- like the best mix of the sweetness to go along with the heat and what heat it was. It was intense. Burned my mouth and lips, cleared my sinuses, gave me the head sweats. <laughs> you can feel like you can feel the wetness you in your hair. It felt injurious. Like I'd been through something. I was walking around buying groceries after and I, I suddenly became aware of my body. You know, you have that moment like, oh, I'm doing something different than I normally do. <laughs> I was limping. <laughs> <laughs> I said out loud, why am I limping? I just said this in the middle of a Walmart. My mouth had convinced the rest of my body that I was hurt. It was awesome. <laughs> I, I think there's something else in this. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Uh, some sort of relaxer. <laughs> <laughs> No, I no, I, I really felt like I'd been through. It wasn't traumatic per se, but like it was an experience eating that chicken. That, it was like that, that scene in the me. Wolf of Wall Street where Leo does all the quaaludes. Yeah, <laughs> down the stairs. Yeah, it, yeah, it felt just like that. Uh, this was the second hottest general chicken I have had in town behind the rickshaw. Oh, the rickshaw yes. was so hot I wasn't able to finish it. Yep. And this one I finished handily. <laughs> TKO. Try again next hands. time, new house. <laughs> <laughs> I figured there's only one thing left to talk about at this restaurant. Something I didn't try. <laughs> something there's a certain decree that must be followed. Well, here's the thing, Andy. I, we all know what you're talking about. He's, of course, referencing the Spring Food Mo Dedict, uh-huh. or rather Dan's Dedict, because you don't follow the Dedict <laughs> ever. Um, Folks, the dedict has gotten simply out of hand. I can't remember all the rules to it anymore. I think this one might be a separate dedict from the dedict that says that you have to eat the item with the name of the restaurant, which, by the way, there is a new house chicken. Oh, really? Well, (laughs) (laughs) boy, is my face red. Uh, I I actually don't think this falls into the dedict. The specific rule that you're referencing is that I must have cashew chicken anytime it's available on the menu. Yeah at a non-Chinese restaurant. Oh, is so. this cream? Cashew runs everything around me. Yes. Cream, get the cashew. Yes. Dollar, dollar, dollar bill, dollar, y'all. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> this is a dumb show. It's like a weird code you guys just spoke. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, there's lots of bylaws and subsects. Uh, but every single Chinese restaurant we've been to on the show, I've ended up having cashew chicken. So I figured why not? And plus it's just one of my favorite dishes Mm -hmm. of all time. I really, really love cashew chicken despite all my best efforts to not be a big fat slob. I I just love it. Mm -hmm. It rules. 
Oh, it's so good. Now, now this cashew chicken is good for many reasons. Mainly, it's five dollars uh-huh. with an egg oh. roll and two crab rangoon. Right. Everything I tried except for the Singapore noodles was five dollars, four ninety nine for the small combo, and it's a huge small combo. There's plenty of cheap Chinese food in town, but this is like circa 2005 yeah. cheap Chinese yeah, 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 food. Sure. It's, it's what Chinese food used to cost back in the good old days. <laughs> You oh, five. S- you say that <laughs> facetiously, but I genuinely feel that way. I must be able to get a <laughs> meal at a restaurant for $5. Bling wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Remember me, that? Me graduating high school. <laughs> <laughs> me entering the seventh grade. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> hey, I'm a young baby. Uh, this cashew chicken was pre-sauced. Uh, not my preferred method, but, you know. Take we, out. Yeah, it's take out. We got to help the earth. You can't be using all those different containers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we know that's your motive. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I asked him to pre-sauce it. The sauce is actually very different than a lot of other cashew chickens I've tried. It is a gravy, but it's sort of a light yellow, very chickeny gravy. Huh. Like you taste it and it tastes almost like a congealed chicken stock, not in a bad way. Yeah. It's just super chickeny, whereas some cashew chickens have a very dark brown sauce that almost feels beef based. Uh-huh. Certainly a lot of oyster sauce in there. But this one was just a nice yellow chickeny sauce. The chicken, as we've talked about, was super crispy. The fried rice, I thought, was delicious. I, this was some great cashew chicken. This was some fantastic $5 cashew chicken. Would and will get again. Nice. It's not even convenient for you. No, but it's worth dri- <laughs> it's worth driving out there for chicken that crispy for that cheap. Yes, yeah. If you find yourself on that side of town, that you you should stop by for a lunch. You think they're just using chicken that's like left over from when it was a KFC? That's yeah, like the hey, secret. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> if, that, if that's it, then they just found it they, frozen in the freezer. <laughs> Now, I'm going to set Dan up to interrupt me here. (laughs) Well, I guess that's about the only thing we have left to talk about. Wait, 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 (laughs) (laughs) wait. Andy, I I visited a couple times and your duty as you know I, as a critic yes yes <laughs> I, I, it's my duty as springfield's foremost food critic <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest thing we've yes. ever said on the show <laughs> it, you know I, i'm being facetious but i i am really trying to become a a forbearing author, authority on cashew chicken mm-hmm. like i i think after i have enough on it i will really be able to i think before you do that, you should look up at the word forbear me. No I don't think that has no any relationship. I was going to say foremost about. again, but I had already said that just a few moments ago. You know, thanks for stopping me, though. <laughs> you owned it, though. People would have heard that. They would have just been like, yeah, that, that sounds right. Yeah, absolutely. They would have. They would have probably started using it in their daily conversation. They would have been like, oh, a smart guy I heard said it. <laughs> he was smart. I know. He knows a lot about cashew chicken. <laughs> I know so much about cashew chicken in fact that it would have been criminal for me to not get this next item Mm -hmm. the new york style cashew chicken i didn't even know that was there was a thing like that that existed hang on he's fidgeting on the computer i think he's gonna play empire state of mind or something (laughs) the new york style cashew chicken Hey, I'm walking here. Get out of the freaking road, you jamook. (laughs) 
water chestnuts, bamboo shoots, full little mushrooms, carrots cut into like a little Harry Potter zigzag type thing. <laughs> lightning, Dan. It's lightning. Yeah, yeah, one of them zigzags. The boy who lived in such. Zucchini chunks, celery chunks, cashews, and chicken. There's some chicken in there. Uh, it's not breaded yeah. like your Springfield style cashew chicken. Hey, wa- watch out. I'm smoking a cigarette. Uh, dollar pizza. Ooh. Uh, ooh. Hey, is that 50 cent in the G unit over there? From New York, right? I don't know. Uh,. It was pretty good. <laughs> um, I, I would definitely uh, suggest our listeners maybe seek this out. As you heard from all the vegetables in there, it's that, quite the variety of textures going on. It's a very textural dish. The sauce is not the same as the Springfield style. It's definitely a little browner, a little thinner, not quite a gravy. But I think it's very interesting to get this if you've never traveled elsewhere and had what they consider cashew chicken, I'm not sure if this is exactly indicative of what New York style cashew chicken mm-hmm. would be, but it's certainly way different than Springfield style cashew chicken. And, you know, it's important to go out there and appreciate the finer things in life, yeah. like the fact that we have the superior cashew chicken to those coastal SJW elites. <laughs> yeah. That's what I say. Oh, my. That's what. <laughs> So many vegetables. As opposed to just us who are definitely Midwestern SJWs. (laughs) But we're not elite. We're poor. (laughs) I'm sorry, Josh. I stepped on you. No, it's okay. No, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, boy. I was just annoyed by all those vegetables. (laughs) Yes. It it was very heavy on vegetables. I definitely prefer the style of cashew chicken that comes with either one or zero vegetables, the one being green onions, of course. But, you know, it was... It was a nice texture. It, it, that That's all. It, that's really what it's got going for it. It's definitely not as tasty as a Springfield-style cashew chicken, but nice texture. Yeah. I went up and asked uh, one of the college boys who was working the counter watching the game uh, what the New York-style cashew chicken was, and his response was... <sighs> it's uh, <laughs> and then he told me all the stuff that I was bet in he it. Gets that question yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah, that was yeah. clearly <laughs> the case. Actually, I think it was this, the other trip, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I think it's probably about time. Wrong we... again, Andy. <laughs> it's just regular cashew chicken. We let it right around the block in a cab. Oh yeah. <laughs> I actually put that New York style cashew chicken in the refrigerator hmm. and saved it for a little later, so you know what that means. The reheat? That's right. We got a problem. It's major crime. Get to know your enemy, boys. Every big time crew has been busted. These are the guys who took them down. The further we get away from that movie having come out, the less sense that drop makes. Yeah, Josh, what's your best guess of what's going on right now? (laughs) I have no idea. I have no idea what movie that was. It's from the motion picture Den of Thieves starring Gerard Butler. The trailer for the motion picture Den of Thieves. Uh, a dirtbag remake of the movie Heat, hence mm. Reheat. Yeah. I, I ah, haven't seen it, Andy. Okay. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, okay. Andy it's likes awesome. It. It's a trash masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we play this anytime we had a chance to reheat 
some Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it actually held up better upon ah. reheating. I poured it all into a pan and heated it up this morning as a little pre-record lunch. Yeah. Sometimes my tummy gets a little rumbly during mm-hmm. the record and listeners can hear it and <laughs> then they get hungry <laughs> for tripe. Yeah, that's a complaint we get a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dan's tummy sounds like me hungry. <laughs> that's our most recent iTunes review. Josh, whenever you had the uh, cashew chicken, did you heat it back up or did you just have it cold straight from the fridge? I uh, heated it back up. And, and how was that? How did, I, how did I it hold up to reheating? Yeah, it was good. What was your method on that? Uh, microwave. Sure, mm, sure. Oh, yeah. I do that. I'll throw it in a, if I have time on my hands, I'm going to throw it in a pan and fry it back up. Yep. That's a pretty good way to do it. Yeah, I, I totally did that different this morning texture, while my coffee was brewing. Yeah. So good. I tried almost everything um, that I ordered reheated at various points this week, and a lot of it's still in the fridge. I'll say that the chicken dishes were very good, especially the peanut, which somehow got even more peanutty. Ooh, really? And that one tasted really good softened, too. The noodles, I liked even better because they had gotten a little congealed and texture changed. I feel like the flavor got a little stronger. I also put some salt on there. Sure. That was tasty. Fried rice, not good. Still in there. <laughs> not going to eat it. It's going to become warm food in the backyard, probably something like that. Uh, but yeah, it, it's Chinese food. It's yep. really good reheated. Sometimes it's even better. Absolutely. So we got to get into rating this place now. Wrong again, Andy. <laughs> We got to do the sauce count. What's wrong with you? It's Come in on. the outline. <laughs> How could I forget? The most important segment. <laughs> Somebody sauce me. Somehow I'm less embarrassed with, with Josh than I am with more, most guests. <laughs> I feel like because I've seen your stand up. <laughs> You've seen me embarrass myself. Well, not, not even that. Like I've seen your stand up and other people stand up at the blue room. It's like, you guys get what we're doing here, stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had two duck sauces, two mustard, three soy. What about you, Josh? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely didn't prep him on this segment. Oh, yeah. I had the soy sauce. Yeah. I didn't really. uh, Yeah, I think that was it. I put soy sauce. You didn't count the number of sauce packets provided to you. Oh, oh, that's that's what this is. (laughs) I had one package of soy sauce and uh, there was a sweet and sour in there that had nice. knocked it open yeah. in transit. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. You want uh, that? I think there were two sweet and sours and a soy sauce, and that was it. That was all I got. I had What's two that? soy, one duck slash sweet and sour, one mustard, and my uh, one of my takeouts. I don't remember the other ones. So huh. we didn't sauce count. We forgot to do fortune cookies, but there's a very long theme for that that we're not going to play. Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> I actually <laughs> forgot about it too, and I wrote mine down. <laughs> Andy, so are we doing it? Please put it in there. Oh, fine. <laughs> oh, 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 cookies. Very important to me. They mean a lot to me, but they mean much more to me. Tommy, Kawabunga! Andy, I'm, I'm glad we are doing this because this was legit one of my favorite fortune oh. cookies I've ever gotten. Did it say stop doing spring food, Mo? <laughs> yes, please, for <laughs> your health and others, stop. No, it just said you have a heart of gold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very right. kind thing. A bit of a pick-me-up. Just really in a in a deep, deep funk depression <laughs> shoveling Chinese food into my mouth. And I opened that up thinking the Neil Young song nah. made me nice and happy. Josh, you said you got one yeah, too. What, what that's not really a fortune. No, that's not at all. Like a, a feel good <laughs> <Nope>. cookie. <laughs> uh, I got one and it said uh, 
you may be uh, about. It was like you about to have a, a chance romantic encounter. Oh, yeah. nice! So hopefully that one comes true. <laughs> Solid fortune cookies yeah. at this place. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Now I think it's about time we raided this place. <laughs> and here's the reason that I've been trying to get to it because I'm excited about the the rating uh, system. <laughs> How many FKA KFCs? Ah. Would you rate New House, yes. <laughs> Chinese restaurant in West Chestnut in Springfield, Missouri? Uh, Josh, let's go ahead and start with you. Out of five. Out of five? Ooh. I go 3.5. That's very three, fair. Wow. Yeah. 3.5 FKA KFCs from Josh Wingo, stand up comic out of Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> 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 go ahead, Daniel Howe, podcast host. Oh, goodness. I. I think I'm going to have to drop a big fat four on them. Mm. I really, I enjoyed most everything I got. I think probably best sticking with the Springfield style stuff there, but you're going to leave under $10 easily. And that's with like an extra side and a drink. It's it's wild. I really love this as a cheap Chinese place. I'm also going to drop a four on them. Wow. Just as far as value proposition versus the quality of the food, you can't, it's hard to do much better really because it's just so cheap. It, this is with you know the asterisk that if you're ordering something with the fried chicken involved, everything else I tried yep. that wasn't fried chicken, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> but the fried chicken dishes, fantastic, worth going. This is worth making a trip out, I think, yep. to try it because it's pretty unique as far as the flavor and texture of the chicken. Tasty stuff. If I could get this chicken with a certain egg roll for another place, Ooh. oh boy. That would be quite the drive. Chicken heaven. <laughs> All right, now um, it's time to move into our special guest interview segment. Fan favorite, I guess. <laughs> Last meal. <laughs> Josh Wingo, I'm sorry to say you've gotten on Mayor Ken McClure's bad side. <laughs> you perform at the Blue Room often. In fact, it seems like you comics, it's kind of like the center of your whole social group. I don't know, but it seems that way as an outsider. It is. Got bad news. Ken McClure hates the color blue. (laughs) He wants the blue room to close and rather than nuke it because he doesn't think he can get away with that, he's going to (laughs) kill. He's going to have you executed for for liking blue rather than nuking it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. He's going to execute the comics. Katie's still... It's a strong strategy. Katie's still already gone. Yep. Yeah. Already gone. You can tear down the blue room, but we're just going to go find some other pool hall to set up shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just like the top of Whistler's or yeah. Gailey's or anywhere else. Like, it's so cool how stand-up comedy is a thing in Springfield now. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't when I was in college. Now there's mics all over the place. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. so cool. And the Blue Room has pulled in so many very, very cool stand-up yeah. comics that I yeah. never thought would come here. And a lot of, I've heard at a lot of the headliners go through this uh, that the Blue Room is one of their favorite clubs to perform in. I think the cr- like the crowd's in Springfield here, they're, I don't know, they're easy to make laugh. Uh-huh. I think maybe just because there hasn't been any kind of comedy scene, really, they're just not used to it. Yeah. So it's like eventually it's going to get way harder to make. Th- <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> we went like, what, 12 or 13 years without a, a comedy yeah. club. Uh, there was Sir, Sir Laugh-A-Lots yeah. out there on South Campbell that Kevin Smith came to and no one was there. <laughs> and he said, I'm never coming back here. <laughs> <laughs> this is secondhand for people to win. I didn't go, but yeah, I love it. I love what y'all are doing out there. It's really cool, and I'm excited to go every time I go. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's going to be closing. Yeah, yeah. Ken McClure doesn't like it. <laughs> You're going to be uh, 
kill? How's he going to die, Dan? I I believe Ken McClure said that he had locked and loaded a joke so funny that it's going to make you bust a major gut and just <laughs> just fall down dying. Okay, but but actually dying. Oh, okay. okay. Execution by funny joke. Yes, yeah. A he's, lethal he, hernia. He <laughs> wanted to tell me, but he was like, "Man, seriously, it, it'll it'll kill Wait, you." Are you hanging out with Ken McClure? Yeah, dude. I just hear about this stuff by the by no, from from the Springfield no. Mo Reddit. No, I'll get him on the show. He loves the work we're doing. Yeah, I'm ki- sure he killing does. people for him. Put in a good word for like the comedians. You you just let him take us. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> me personally, not a big fan. Of well, somehow, no. There's a couple of people. I've got to with Ken on this one. <laughs> he gave reprieves to a few people, but I don't think they were comics, right? No, Probably, I think they were just people with kids that we felt. Yeah, people that, that he felt bad about. Just killing. really nice. <laughs> All right, Josh. But don't so expect anything like that, Josh. <laughs> you're definitely Dan. You're you're a little your stage persona is a little bit more, I don't know, aggro. That's not even the right word. <laughs> yeah. But you, you seem very nice. <laughs> I don't know that I necessarily assume that'd be the case based on your stage persona. Thoughts. Yeah, yeah it, uh, most people say that. I am I do I'm not really. It's me, but I am kind of playing a, a little bit of a character sure. on stage. You're a real dice guy. You go up there oh, in yeah. a leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like Larry the Cable Guy. Yes. Women bad, yeah. men good. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite kind of comedy. Women bad, men good. <laughs> uh, that's not what Josh's comedy is like, by the way. All right, Josh. So since you're going to die, you're on death row. You get one last meal before you are executed that's one drink one app one entree one dessert all from springfield missouri restaurants let's start with that drink all right uh drink is pretty simple i'd probably just have a glenn livid on the rocks wow wow which i guess i could get from anywhere that's okay or a, uh, a black butte is that oh, mother's it, no that's not mother's no that's no. a uh des Chutes, but yeah, i'm a big fan of that also yeah. We'll count it since I used to live in Oregon and drink a yeah. lot of Black Butte while I was there. <laughs> so local to a place where I used to live. Oh, sure. Okay, so uh, the step dude from Mother's. Oh, okay. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great that one. Yeah. I like that. Mm, cool. Happy yeah. for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Let's Andy move on. No, no, no. With no, no, no. It's fine. I, it's, a good, it's good. It's good. It's just not a favorite or anything. It's not my favorite preferred style. I'm not a big lager guy. Sure. So appetizer, uh, I'm going to go with chips and queso from Tortoria Dispurchase. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Yeah. Favorite Mexican restaurant in town. Very uh, good. I grew up in Arkansas and we have so many we have Mexican restaurants in Arkansas like you guys have Chinese restaurants oh, in Springfield. Okay. Uh like my the town I grew up in is like 7,000 people. There's three Mexican restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> There's three Mexican restaurants and a Colton Steakhouse. Like <laughs> wow. <laughs> That sounds kind of great. I like Mexican food a lot. Yeah. What you can get for that entree? Oh, I'm going to go with uh, either a burger or a Reuben from Billiards. Nice. I love Billiards burgers. I'm I'm excited to someday do those. We have a fantasy of uh, reviewing Billiards at Billiards. (laughs) I think that'd be fun. Yeah. They're so simple. Like they, I don't know, like black sheep and places like that. They dress up the burgers uh-huh. so much, but billiards just like, nope, just meat. Totally. That's it. <laughs> and and 
dessert, I'm going to go with the uh, gooey butter cake ice cream sandwich from Civil Kitchen. Oh, man. Okay. That, that's, Strong that choice. That sounds like a very good choice. I haven't had that, but that no. sounds incredible. Oh, my God. It's so good. Wow. that's That rules. If something's going to get me back in the doors of Civil Kitchen, it's probably that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for sharing that, Josh. I'm excited yeah. for listeners to go try out some new stuff. That's some. I don't think was, any of those been mentioned on the show no. before. No. That's wow. great. Real banger. <laughs> well, Dan, I got something in my mind. No, <laughs> you look like it. You're sweating. Something I need to share. <laughs> we had a we got a listener email that said, "This actually, oh, let's just go ahead and say it's from Daniel Boozer." It's like, how come you guys haven't been doing the callouts? It's like we got nothing to call out, Daniel. <laughs> Hey, if, if Daniel wants to call out something, he could call out the fact that every time I've mentioned his coffee, I've called it Boozer's Roasters, whenever <laughs> in reality, it's just from Boozer's Roastery, yeah. and I have dyslexia and can't read things. This is true. He's not joking. We're not making light of dyslexia. <laughs> Dan has dyslexia. I'll, I'll make light of it all I please. <laughs> no, I'm just trying. Oh, you, you're allowed. Yeah, I just want to make sure our listeners know that that's not something yes, we're yes, making no, light the of. No, actual dyslexic person here. Whew. Boy, in late September, I invited a pretty great potential guest to come on the show. This wow. person is a reporter on a local TV news station, a popular one at that. I met this person a few times in passing, and they were always really friendly and cool. And plus, I'd heard through our mutual friend that they'd inexplicably listened to the show and even more inexplicably enjoyed it. <laughs> so I figured, why not? I put out the offer, and a few hours later, I received a response in the affirmative. That means yes, Dan. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. They said they needed to be sure and clear it with the higher-ups at the station, but it should be fine. In the meantime, we picked a date to record and talked about which restaurant to cover. It seemed like it was all settled. However, a couple days later, this person got back to me, very politely let me know that their employer would not approve a guest appearance on our podcast. I was disappointed. I mean, yeah. We call ourselves the Danger Boys now, <laughs> but we're not really dangerous. And yeah, I get why an actual journalistic institution might not want its employees associated with us. We do some segments that are presented like journalism, even though we have no training in journalism whatsoever, and certainly no journalistic integrity, whatever that means. I don't know, because I've never studied journalism. And sure... It's the function of a local news station to report the goings-on around town with neutrality, objectivity. And on this show, we share strong opinions that are far from neutral and sometimes make people mad at us, even though it should be obvious that we know that we're dummies. And the only difference between us and any random diner is the fact that I kind of know how a microphone works. <laughs> and yeah, news is about reporting the truth. And on this show, we regularly report that Ken McClure, the mayor of Springfield, executes people for the most inane reasons imaginable. And yeah, it's true that he does do that. All of our guests are dead now. But come on, TV station boss people. Nobody listens to this. Just our parents and a few hundred of Springfield's loveliest moms. <laughs> Your parents. Yeah. You don't need that mom demo. Let your reporters come on the show. Let them have some fun with us. That's right, unnamed local TV station. <laughs> you got called up. Oh, yeah, it was disappointing, but they should let him come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about time to wrap up the show. Don't you say, Dan? Oh, boy. There's a knock on the door. Who could it be? 
You chime in however you want to. Hey, is somebody going to come open this door? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go, I don't I'll go get think the door we should. real quick. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> All right, fine. I shouldn't have to do it. I'm the guest. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you are the closest one to the physical door, but... Actually, you know what? Instead of opening the door, how about we try this? How about we don't open the door? <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh, why don't you tell us where we can come see you do stand-up sometime in the near future? Um, or I think there's another uh, Spring Vegas show coming yeah, up, Yeah, right? there's a Spring Vegas show uh, the 26th of this month. Well, there's the fourth Saturday. New locations at the Springfield Little Theaters Education Building. They okay. have a studio theater there where we're uh, doing the show now. Awesome. New location. If yeah. you've been before, it's in a different spot now. Let's get the word out about yeah. that. And then stand-up. Uh, I don't know when this will be out, but I'll actually be hosting and opening up for uh, Joe List this coming weekend. Oh, yeah. So that's this Friday. Yeah. Yeah. This list will be out on Tuesday. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So this Friday, come see Josh Open for nationally touring stand-up comedian Joe List. Yes. Right? Pretty cool. I'm sure it'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Dan, where can people find you this week? <laughs> At your job on your couch afterwards? Yep. Yeah. Uh, come on by my job. Uh, come on by the house. If if you got the number, you know where it's at. I, my door's unlocked like uh, like in the sitcoms. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> so what am I doing? Anything? You see Gemini, man. Ooh, man. I'm excited for that. And everybody says it's not good. I can't wait. <laughs> but uh, I'm excited. Look, we're angrily completists in this house. Did they, I saw an article there saying they, that there's some theaters that they're not showing Gemini Man correctly or something Right. I like think that. all theaters yeah, are yeah. not showing it correctly. You cannot see it in the... It was shot in 4K, 120 frames per second, 3D. And there's only 14 places in the country where you can see it in 2K, 120 frames per second, 3D. Yep. But you cannot see it in its ultimate form in this country. Man. And I will call out <laughs> Springfield, Missouri for having exactly one theater that's showing it in high frame rate, but they're showing it in 60 frames per second oh, instead really? of 120. That's you, Regal Hollywood Theater downtown. Way to go, guys. Also, I don't care because it's a bad theater. <laughs> Wouldn't go there anyway. <laughs> Saw the Joker there. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the Joker. Oh, l let's not. Too scared. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a comedian, Josh, what would you think about the Joker? Uh, I liked it. I, thought, I liked it too. And I, I was surprised how much I liked it. Yeah, I it was very weird. It doesn't really feel like you're watching like a movie that's in the like Batman universe yeah. other than like the occasional times they say like Gotham or mention someone's name from the comics. Yeah. But it I don't know, just it's just a good movie. If you'd go to it with no expectations, I think it's much better. And unfortunately, the people who made the movie have made it basically impossible to go into it without any expectations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. This is not the time and place for me to get into my thoughts on. You can go to my Twitter where I was just tweeting into the void. <laughs> and no, one no one ever reads it. No one follows me. Yeah, my thoughts on Joker are out there. So anyway, I hope everybody has a good week. Man, nah, I'm pretty indifferent to your kinds of weeks, actually. <laughs> oh, man, the Joker has changed I am the you. Joker. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to support our podcast, guess what? You can visit support.springfoodpod.com. That's support.springfoodpod.com. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media. John F. Kennedy, 50 cent piece. Wow. Um, like they're, they're truly just very, very fat. You're talking about this like the circumference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
thought you were going somewhere else. John F. Kennedy reference. <laughs> I you also thought I was going somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry about the way that sounded like <laughs> when we all screamed into the mic there. Um, they weren't great. It, it was all lettuce. It, it was so much lettuce in there. Easily 95% of it was lettuce. Is that, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> We were talking about the hole in his head. Or the caliber of the bullet. I don't know. Oh, so we all three had different horrible directions. Good. Wow. Good. It's going to be hard to cut that one down, even for the outtakes. Edit point. 